If your business, whether large or small, is in need of commercial collections, choose PrimeCore Group. PrimeCore Group is a Pittsburgh-based corporate collections agency. Now, if your business is owed money, PrimeCore Group is there to help you. On a contingency basis only, PrimeCore Group will recover what is owed to you in a professional and trusted manner. Contact PrimeCore Group today by going to PrimeCoreGroup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jim Crenn No Restrictions Podcast. We are worldwide, we are nationwide on the Sideshow Network. The boys are in studio, they're at Talent Networking. Terry Jones, John Evans, Mike Wysocki. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Crenn. It is Jim Crenn No Restrictions on the Sideshow Network. Snowy day in Pittsburgh. We're at the Talent Network Studios. Sideshow Network is one of the great networks in podcasting the greatest it's all right christine i agree i agree we have christine blackburn who's a guest uh on the show it's a win-win for sideshow network yes yes no restrictions brought to you by uh prime core group go to primecoregroup.com for all your corporate collection needs with josh folio here dave sedemar frank mergia Corey gale wayne Weil, terry jones mike wysocki john evans terry uh couldn't be with us got a show so uh we are nice. We are blessed. We are honored to have Christine Blackburn of Storyworthy here with us. She's in town and is hanging out. How are you? Good I love being here. It's it's so different than Welcome where I'm home. from in terms of yeah the weather. I mean, I, I know it's cliche, but <laughs> I woke up this morning and there's like five inches on top of oh yeah you know the car outside. It has been bad. Yeah, it's been bad. It's this a lot winter. of snow. You know, it's bad when people talk about it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, you really talk about it. Because usually you talk about it because, like, out of boredom or... It's getting old. Though. Right? But people are really, like, talk, like, you know, it winter like this in 30 years. That's my line the of here. The great salt shortage of 2014 yes. is upon us. That's Everyone's <laughs> freaking what out happened, about that. What happened with that, Mike? There's t- we've been using too much salt. It's been too cold. And now there's the people are running out of it. That's right. I was at Stores w- are getting angry. I was at Walmart. Big love, sign yeah. right when you walk in, we're out of rock salt. Is mm. that right? Oh, that's yeah. a great Stop news story. Stop asking about it. That's great. The news, <laughs> the news stations love that stuff, though. They love that. That's headline news, man. Yeah, weather is always big. My you mother, know, My mother loves the weather. It is big. And I know, you know few of the news guys here in town or the, I'm sorry, the weather guys here in town and it's their time man because they, they they get the background they don't get any they don't get any love everyone yells at the weather guy speaking, the, speaking of weather did you see my coffee cup it says my work's done now if i could just fax myself to tahiti <laughs> huh? Office a humor. Nice joke. Oh, it's so nineteen. Humor. It's very so two thousand four. Nice. Yeah, very old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now if I can just fax myself to Tahiti. Fax myself to Tahiti. <laughs> How random. But the, it's but great. The, the, the weatherman's a headliner now. He gets the first segment. You know, because they have those days now when it snows too much <laughs> that they have to bring two people into the Ooh. weather thing because they need someone looking at charts and graphs. There, there was graphs. There was uh, one winter. Johnny, do you remember this is about maybe seven, eight years ago, maybe God, maybe ten years ago. It was so it was a bad snowstorm and I think it was Channel Eleven actually put a videotape out, like of the storm. So you and people bought. I guess people bought it. Oh my gosh! You so mean, you like, like actually a, get to re relive the storm of 07? This had to be no. This had to be maybe 
12 to 15 because it was a vi- I remember video it was a video was how long was that I would totally buy that years. video so it might have been 15 I would buy that ago. video you know what that reminds me of one time <laughs> a plumber had to come to our house to fix the pipes and he fucking hands me a VHS tape of what was in the drain because he put a camera down there and I thought you know we're going to send this out for our Christmas card and just say Best wishes, Christine. So, yes. And there's this, just this gurgling. Why the video, though? Why? Because I, so I could, could see the clog, John. But please. I mean, like to prove that he didn't plant That's exactly like, right. uh, like an <laughs> army man in there. Exactly yeah, right. an army man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found this. You're like, I don't even have kids. So you... <laughs> that's funny. So that's, that's a good idea. We're giving ideas to plumbers going, I'm going to go get an army yeah. man. The army man. How did Evan, Evans know the army man trick? <laughs> that old chestnut. That old chestnut. <laughs> what, hey, what was in it? What was, you got to tell us what was yeah, in the I drain. Know, right? What was in it? I don't remember. I think it might have been sheep's fur. That can't be. It happens. That can't be. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you something. As I was driving here today to the Talent Network Studios, mm-hmm. uh, great studios, by the way, you guys. Just so the folks out there understand, we're talking uh-huh. about Frank Mergy uh, decorated all sorts of beverages. <laughs> you know, so everything from your alcoholic choices to your non-alcoholic choices. Take care of our guests, as well as a Chex mix yes. and uh, pretzels. Yeah. We don't play. Fortune I cookies. appreciate that. No. Fortune Fra- cookies, mints. But as I was driving here, I you saw there's it. a new Sheraton Hotel that opened on the corner there. We're crushing them right now with, sh- with beverages and appetizers. Absolutely. Dave, Dave Sedemar is on a, on a, at a walk station out in the hallway. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I'm going to hit the pasta station, too, Yes. It's on my there. way out to the dessert it's table. Like, it's like the old Wendy's Super Bar. Uh, <laughs> you can get some, some assorted meats, uh, taco fix-ins. We don't play. Okay, so listen, <laughs> I, passed, I, I passed the Sheraton Hotel. Yeah. Now, that hotel used to be called the Royce Hotel. Do you guys remember the Royce? And I, I lived there for six weeks in flight attendant training. <laughs> Wait a second. Where we started with 190 <laughs> trainees. You were, a, you were a flight attendant? I was a flight attendant for U.S. Airways. Wow. For over seven years. That is impressive. It's not impressive at all <laughs> because all you need to be able to do. John and I are like, I'm say, enamored by it. No, I am right there. I couldn't you're do it. you thinking like some sort of Playboy porno way. Yes. You've got a fantasy. Whoa, whoa. That's whoa, what you're whoa. thinking about. No I'm words in my about, mouth there. Can Trust you say, me, I, I never get a flight attendant looks like you my entire life. Every time I get one, it's like 77-year-old seal from Squirrel Hill is going to go, I've been flying for 45 years. You know, the job gets so goddamn good. The job gets so good in terms of how much time you have off, how much you have to fly, and where you get to go in terms of choosing your trips and with seniority. So if you fly for more than 20 years, you're not going to stop now, man, because next thing you know, you're working (laughs) eight days a month just doing the, you know, 29-hour San Francisco turnaround. I'll do that. I'm telling you, there so are you some old flight attendants out there, which is cool. I mean, I think it's cool. They can handle Really, I mean, one lady, they're like actually using the oxygen to breathe. <laughs> the lunch. You're so funny. The shot. airplane joke. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but so you, so you lasted doing that? How seven years? Over seven years. Um, let me. I'll do a test with Mike Waisaki here. Okay. Can you say this? Coke or Sprite? Sprite. No, no, no. You say. <laughs> 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 I'm so good at acting. He just responded. <laughs> just like, nice job, so Mike. My first line is Coke or Sprite. Okay, you say this. I say Coke or Sprite. Coke or Sprite. John, you say chicken or beef. Chicken or beef. Jimmy, you say thanks for flying with us. Thanks for flying with us. That's the job. That's it. <laughs> well, or, then, well, then why do one every time I'm on Southwest, mm-hmm. the, the flight attendant treats it like it's an open mic at 10,000? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They do that comedy. Funny. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. It's excruciating. It's like, I got to tell you, every once in a while, the Southwest. Will get me 
There'll be one girl yeah. that'll that'll that's so it, good. That actually it's makes true. me laugh. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. It's really. true. It's true. But I just Everyone's flew here oh, on wow. Delta, and they have a new uh, safety video, and they're playing a, a thing off like the '80s, and so they're all the people in the video. Everybody in the whole video is in '80s garb. Like almost breakfast clubish right. garb with you know outrageous colors and big hair and it's not funny and it's stupid <laughs> no, and I tweeted it yeah. I tweeted it at storyworthy thank you at storyworthy story word <laughs> you know could it, you say that again I didn't hear, I didn't hear it it's story, funny it's funny storyworthy where, yeah where can we find you on Twitter <laughs> storyworthy storyworthy I'd say it was a great show by the way an honor to be, I've been on the show Jimmy a was times. great on the show I, I, I love the show the art of you know of storytelling which is uh, you know goes back thousands of years well, but, it's interesting but it, it was it was a big deal it probably more in, when radio was the only medium you know mm-hmm. really and then obviously television comes along takes a backseat i think it's making a, b- a bit of a comeback the last 10 years with a moth with your huge, show huge comeback right huge comeback but it's interesting that it's not that easy necessarily to tell a story a lot of people they will tell you about an event something that happened but it's right. not really well, stories of performance like john mike you stand up you it's it is different. a it's a form of stand up now, mm-hmm. or it has it always, well. I mean, in other words, you have punchlines you need yeah. in it. There's you need a, to keep it interesting. There's a beginning and a middle and an end. Right. And Some that's people do the difference. That. But that's the difference in terms of telling a story. There has to be this beginning, and then the, you know right. there has to be a cycle of it, rather than stand up where it's quick fire all over the board. We don't know where anybody's coming from next. It, that's the scariest thing about doing stories, even when I do them in stand up. When you're doing stand up jokes and form, you know your formula is. Real, if you think about it, you probably get. If you're stand up, you're you're doing it successfully. You're getting maybe six laughs a minute, right? Yeah. You're not off there. Sounds right? like a lot. Every, well, well everyone's style's different. Get, like, but you know. most for the most part, one minute. Long, I, bet, I bet you get. I'll say let's say four to six a minute. You have to kind of get if your show's successful. I mean, it's amazing how many times you, in a stand up show in a one hour set, you, people if you watch anybody you know Seinfeld or whoever do, doing an HBO special. How many laughs a minute? I bet it's four to six a minute. Now, it depends get- on the comedian. Stephen Wright might get like a laugh every three to four minutes because his stories. The, well, that's what I'm saying. There are comics who, yeah, can go longer. You're right, Chris. But I think that's the scary thing when you're doing the stories. The scariest thing for me is getting to that punchline, and sometimes it takes me three minutes and or whatever to get to that. That is tough. Like if it's, it's not scary. going well or something, you can shift. You can change. You know, the drug jokes aren't working. <laughs> right? You can change it up. But when you've committed to that story. All of a sudden, there's change no the whole shortening story. backing it out or like trying originally, a new story. You yeah, gotta, originally somebody yeah. died, and then you just change True. it. If I know I got three minutes to the punchline, <laughs> yeah, I'm walking on the net. It's a long yeah, I'm walking the wire out of the net. Yeah. You know, if I, if I, if yeah, I, like they already didn't like my timeout bit. Yeah, I know. And then I'm. Like shit, the whole time. Man, thinking, I hope oh my this God. gets a laugh in three minutes. Yes, <laughs> please, God, let <laughs> this punchline work. work. Let the altar boy punchline work. Let this pay off. <laughs> you, do you have a Do you have a favorite story? Do you have one that you um, just got your go to story? A couple that I think are amazing. Okay, recently, and it's interesting. I have a lot of comedians on my show uh, because they tend to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's kind of the. Uh, but also, <laughs> I have a lot of writers on the show and authors. And recently, there was a story on. Uh, by a guy named Charles Freericks, and it's okay. called Stalking. And he tells a story that just mesmerizes me, even if I listen to it again right now. Um, it's about being, you know, he made, a, there was a guy hot rodding down his street, going like 100 miles an hour down his street in Santa right. Monica, and he called him on it. You know, he called, you know, he kind of get a gesture, and they had words, and the guy then stalked him, 
and like threatened to kill his family. I mean, really, really? bad. Yeah, police, everything. Anyway, fascinating Jeez. story. Uh-huh. So that recently, if you want to say a go-to story, yeah, that's a, that was one just recently called Stalkers. I know, fascinating, right? It, it's it's on your it's on my show. Archive? Okay, storyworthypodcast.com. <laughs> No, uh, I want to listen to it. Okay. And, uh, but in the past, I've had great stories from like Dana Gould, um, Rick Overton. Yeah, great. They're very funny guys. Yeah, Jeff Kahn, really? Annabelle Gerwich. Uh, so really some talented people that, that... And what happens on my show is the, the storyteller that comes on the show, they, they bring the topic. So usually they're bringing their A game. Yeah. I would hope so. Well, you can think, yeah. You, do you have your story, though. You, your own personal one where you go to do you you know cuz obviously you're put on a spot or you do some shows some story shows or wait you concerts. mean me personally yeah, my own stories that I talk about one story that really gets you like for instance I, I tell the story the altar boy story oh, okay. I told oh. on the moth and your show that, that I, I love that I, that story that happened to me and, I, and you know just a favorite one of my favorite stories to tell do you have one like well, that I sure do I sure do dead guy on a plane <laughs> all right awesome yeah, yeah. Do you know this one? No. All right. Can you tell uh, I was a flight attendant, and I had only been flying like six months. <laughs> okay. And I was flying the A position, which means you're flying up front. Oh. A position is uh, up front or the first class. Okay. It doesn't always go by seniority. A lot of people don't want to do that position because you're kind of in charge of the flight attendants, as it were. If, ah. you're, if you're flying A, if you're flying A, you're in <laughs> you're charge in of charge. the other flight attendants. So that's your power. Plus, you've got snobby people. It's first that's class. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, anyway, I am up there, though, and th- we've taken off. We're f- okay, but Pittsburgh, no, 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 JFK to West Palm Beach. And we take off, and by the way, you know, the uniform was very specific at US Air. You could wear your, uh, you could wear, you had to wear heels if you were in the airport or boarding the plane to right. greet people. You have to have on high heel shoes, okay? And your blazer. Now, once you get What in did the, the women wear? Yeah. Uh, that's um, dunch. I got a million of them. There you go. Once you're in the air, you can change into your serving garment. The serving yeah. garment is very important. Now, but when we're going to land, you got to put on your blazer again, put your heels back on. So okay. there's this changing of uniform as you're... Fl- okay. Anyway, so we get up in the air, and uh, I have on my flats, I have on my serving garment, and I'm in first class. I'm moving things around in the ovens. By the <laughs> yeah. way, the ovens don't cook. They just heat. Am I right, people? <laughs> Please, stay with me. You're ruining the whole illusion. I pictured... Uh, there's yes, no chefs No, there. it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm... And all of a sudden, a woman comes up from the back, and she says, Excuse me, miss, I... Um, she says, excuse me, miss, I'm with Mr. Klein in 5C, and he just passed away. <laughs> and I said, oh, yes. I'm sorry, what? And she said, I'm the nurse with him, and he died. Oh. And so I said, okay, thank you so much. And She's so then she went, back like to her, like- she went back to her seat through the curtains. There used to be curtains, and sat down, and I went, and I got my flight attendant manual, which is the first right. thing you do. Yeah, That's what you always have to I have would. with you, a flight attendant manual. <laughs> The, we used to have to w- have with us a flight attendant manual, a cockpit key. There used to be a key get in the cockpit, and um, and a corkscrew to open wine in first class. I shit you not, an issued U.S. Air corkscrew had to have really? it with you, just as important as the cockpit key. <laughs> anyway, wow, is so it I, under D for dead guy? That's is exactly that, right. Is there so a chapter? I, I for up, yeah, is there a chapter? I, there sure is. I open up the flight attendant they get, manual, like the and there it of is. The dead guy. There dead it guy. is. If a passenger dies on your flight, do not be alarmed. <laughs> Act naturally. Be- that's the first thing it says and it says um, alert alert the pilots then uh, go back go back uh, you know go to passenger place an oxygen mask over their nose and mouth put a blanket in their lap and act as act normally of the dead guy that's correct so So fake them out a little bit so I 
I got an oxygen bottle. <laughs> I went through the curtains. I go back and I see the guy. And you guys. Yeah. Dead. He's 180 years old and oh. he is dead, 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 uh, dead. Like, wow. Tongue out, saliva, whole thing. He's very dead. And I Orgasm say, hey, face. Hey. The whole thing. <laughs> the O face. I believe they the call it. The old face? O face. <laughs> like the mouth open. Uh, which oof. I look like kind of when I'm sleeping on a plane. Yeah, it anyway, happens. So, he's, so you put it on Anyway, face. yeah, so Sorry. the nurse was helping me. I said, okay, hey, Mr. Clint, I hear you're not feeling good. Turn on the oxygen, put the thing on. Oh, wait, um, you said this to Yeah, I'm talking. I ha- I'm you acting said, normally. Hey, Mr. Klein, I'm acting normally. That's good. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm helping you out here. I got a blanket. Let me put it on your lap. Can I get you anything else right now? No, you didn't. <laughs> so then I go up to the cockpit, open the door with the key. Don't tell me you're going to drink. Hey, you guys, Mr. Klein, dead. Uh, 5C, dead. Yeah. Dead guy on the plane right there. And they say, okay, we'll let him know on the ground. Wow. And then we continued in West Palm Beach. <laughs> now we're about to land. I checked on him one more time. Did still, he even eat anything? Still he did, dead, John. Did anyone get to eat his peanuts? Yeah. Still dead, John. <laughs> Someone else be like, he's not going to have those, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> and then I put on my, uh, put my heels back on and my blazer, and we land. And I think, this is the part that always makes me laugh. I think we land in West Palm Beach. I think we're going to let everybody off the plane. Just get everybody the fuck off the plane. And then we'll take the dead guy off because he's dead. Am I right? Yes. But that's not what happens. We we pull, we taxi up to the jetway, bring out the thing, open the door, paramedics rush on, straight back chair. The charade continues. Okay, Mr. Klein, here we go, let's go. And they go back. He gets off first. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you could please remain seated, uh, we have a passenger who's ill and is going to be getting off the plane first. Thank you for your patience. And they go back. Come on, Mr. Klein. They putting his they're putting his arms over his chest, strapping him in that chair. You doing all right? Here we go. Okay, here we go. Wheeling him off. You know what I said, John? What? You know what I said, Jimmy? You what? Come on. What did I say? Thanks for flying. Thanks for flying. With you us. See you, you next did. time. I I'm just doing what out. I'm supposed to do. You committed. You got to commit uh, to it. Do what you're supposed my to do. My God. <laughs> I wonder if, like, in Southwest, in their chapter of a dead people, it's, like, comedic, you know? As they see, all right, dead guy, uh, put hat with propeller on head, you know? <laughs> draw on face, you know? Tell funny joke. <laughs> poor guy. Poor Mr. Cl- It'd be tempting. I'm sorry if you're afraid of Put empty you know, liquor bottles in his lap. Yes. Make him look like he's just, Wouldn't yeah. you be tempted to do, like, you know? <laughs> that would be a good idea. You've you got to keep talking to him. Wouldn't you just be messing with him to try to make the other flight attendants laugh? At least who knew? You walk up, Mr. Klein, you're not allowed to masturbate under that blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's that's that's a that's a yeah. wild story. That's a weird that, I like that. flight that's story I've ever heard. It I is like something it. else, right? I love that story. You're on right. weekend at Bernie's. It is a weekend at Bernie's. Now you boys like sports, right? Love I understand sports. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Mike, absolutely. you do the sports here, Mike the wacky music. sports. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a story about Pete Rose. May I share it with I you? I love Pete Rose. I love yeah. Pete Rose Good. too. One time I'm working first class. <laughs> Than the DC 9, which is a piece of shit airplane really? that was older than me when I was a flight attendant. I'm like 25, it's a 29 year old plane. And anyway, so, I guess so that doesn't flight matter, attendants does know what the shitty planes were, and they're like, I don't know, I'm, oh, yeah. they got the yeah. DC 9. Uh, yeah, you yeah. want to listen, if it's not Boeing, I'm not going. Really? Ooh. Rim shot. Come on, <laughs> Boom. Come on. <laughs> t shirt. You got me. We need a drummer. We need I'm going to start asking if it's a DC 9 when they go out. Or an MD 80. Oh, well, is it McDonnell Douglas or is it Boeing? It's not, this, isn't, this is yeah. not big yeah. information, Jimmy. Come I on. Will, can I call you before my flights and ask you just a refresher? No. Like, yeah. Wait, wait, what were we just talking about? Charlie Hustle. Pete Rose. Pete. Pete Rose. Right. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. I'm flying the DC 9, and this is an old airplane, and I'm carrying ice from the front to the back. I don't know it's Pete Rose. 
Mm-hmm. I have no idea who really? this man is. Oh, oh no. you're not a sports fan at all? Because uh, he's no, rare, it's recognizable. Not that I'm not, but it was a long time. I just, right. I just didn't know it was him. My, my wife would. Perhaps I hadn't really have. looked at him closely at that minute. Right. At that moment. In fact, I know I hadn't looked at him closely at that moment. And anyway, the plane had taken off, and I'm carrying, I, and I have on my summer uniform. You know, there's summer <laughs> mm-hmm. and winter. Yeah. Please yeah. stay with me. Uh, and I have on. It's like a light. It's a creamy colored light shirt with short sleeves and a bow. As of it course, should be. As it should be. As it should be with a beige bra, please. <laughs> and what do the women wear? Thank you. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Had to go wow. there. Two for two. Uh-huh. And I'm carrying <laughs> the can't ice. Can't stop, Johnny. I can't stop. And the gentleman in 1A says to me, uh, hey, that I, what does he say? Something like, um, I like the way that. i 50 bucks. The plane don't make at DC9. Yeah. He says something like, I, uh, I like the way that ice makes your shirt look. Or whatever. Because I had, it looked wet. This I'm in awesome. a wet t-shirt, mm-hmm. people. Pete Rose was mm-hmm. hitting on you. I'm in a wet t-shirt. And you know when I turned around with, it was a fucking instant. I turned around and I said, fuck you. What? I swear to God. Because it was such a, the moment was so, and he burst out laughing. (laughs) And he goes, hey, 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 come here, sit down with me, come here. Don't sue me, Sit down with me, sit down with me, come here. You didn't refer to the manual on that one. No, I didn't. No, because it was so, because what he said was so inappropriate at that moment. It was just the two of us looking at each other. Uh So it's your, and I just said, because you could have really caused him some trouble. Well, you, you know, I, you again, said, hey, I didn't man, know I'm you, re- you know, he's a celebrity you know and got attention. At that attention. time, he brings out a little, he, he, I sit down with him, he mm. brings out a little photo album of he and his uh, wife, children in Florida. Really? He brings out a little album, shows me all these pictures so, of his hey, family. Hey, I'm a family man. It's interesting. Yeah, who was uh-huh. hitting on you. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that's... Yeah, was he the, the the strangest celebrity? You had to meet other crazy oh, celebrities, Oh, no, I've right? met a lot of funny Had funny people, yeah. I remember that, that flying kid. one time when Marla Maples, God, I'm so old. Marla Maples, like yes, 80s. I know her, yeah. yeah, yeah. Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. That's Trump. That's right. And That's she right. was so fucking hot for like a minute and a half. Hey, she, she was, was hot. Sorry, but very in, hot. In Trump, the, in the bad media, hair, good taste in women. She, yeah, she had a lot going on at that minute. And I remember flying with her. And at the same time, on the same plane, on the same DC-9, where there's only four people in first class, because there's only 82 people on the plane, uh, it was Lee Greenwood. Oh, God. The country singer. (laughs) And we're going Pittsburgh to Nashville. Have mercy. Or maybe New York to Nashville. (laughs) You know. And God bless. Proud to be an American and down Uh, this plane if I had to. Look, he's big in Tulsa, Oklahoma, if that tells you anything. Is he from there? Oh, yeah. Uh, Huh? Well, no, but no, he lives just, in Nashville. He's a Nashville. Yeah, guy. that is the uh, Fourth so of July song, so by the way. They live for that <laughs> shit. Light, oh, yeah, fireworks. God. That's my song. This was so interesting. Is I had those two on my plane at the same time, and they were both very nice to me. And I remember them chatting together, and it was just very cordial. And nothing happened but a polite flight. Hour and twenty minutes, no big deal. Land in Nashville, no big deal. They get off the plane, take care, and uh, the next day it was in the Inquirer. That the that Lee Greenwood and Marsha Ma- Marla Maples yeah. met on a plane and had an affair. Really? And th- that all this went on on the plane. And I'm thinking it did not. I mean, I know that we all know I mean, this is not so a they, news they, they, story. This yeah. is not a news flash uh-huh. for me. The Mile High Club on the on the plane. But it, that did not happen at all. No, if unless you heard singing coming out of the bathroom. Proud to be in America <laughs> right now. And she sang Donald. That's I mean Lee. <laughs> Let's uh, change the subject a little bit. Some some stories uh, you know, that we talk about that, that went on. That, you know, some weird stuff that's going on this week. Always try to find weird news on the show, and we, we always like to, to comment on some of the crazy stuff going on. 
There was a uh, well. It's the the recording of this show to air next week. Obviously, end of February. There'll be uh, it's Valentine's week right now here, as of this recording. And uh, a couple Valentine's stories. My favorite was uh, Valentine's Day. A, a woman in Arizona wanted to spend a romantic evening with her boyfriend, and he didn't want to have sex. So I can't believe that. She's kind of cute, but uh, refused to have sex with her. So she got pissed and just ripped all her clothes off and ran down the street until they arrested her, screaming. She was pissed. That was her big protest. Made the news. That's 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 a that's a weird. That's a nice good. That's it's a good so Valentine's Will story. Will Ferrell. Isn't, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah, right. She just that was it. They won't have sex and just ripped the clothes off. Some left. people are free with their bodies. I don't she, understand. Uh, I, I my first <laughs> I thought she I should, would never do yeah, that. She should have started with ripping the clothes off. Maybe that would help the sex thing. But you know. But yeah, it's, it's like, possible. It sounds like people, she's got issues. People have. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Johnny. It sounds. Like, are you? Are you, were, are you a big uh, Valentine's guy? Did that the whole deal, man? Uh, I did nothing for Valentine's. Uh, I was no, I, was no, I don't I have a, a Valentine. I had a classy night. I took my girlfriend out to. We did a uh, comedy show in a basement in like That's Somerset hot. in front of a bunch of like kind of redneck people, and we had free wings and pizza. So <laughs> I treated her good. I treated That's good it. stuff. Uh-huh. That's good stuff. I did uh, a couple of beers. And, did yeah. you arrange the wings in the shape of a heart? Yes. We, we <laughs> did flavors. We uh-huh. did. Uh, we did. Uh, uh, take. We brought Chinese food takeout. I mean, you know, the delivery ch- uh, takeout Chinese food. For our twentieth wedding anniversary. Oh, oh yeah! Congratulations, man! Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's very sweet, and she's a really neat lady. Thank you. Yeah, she. I definitely. Yeah, I kicked my cover. It's not there, about I you. Guess. You didn't do it. She did it. She is the she's best. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome, man, <laughs> Patty. Yeah, she's she's tremendous, and uh, you know, John, Johnny. I know it, a lot of people. You know, spend it. You know, hey, you don't have a mate this time. You don't have a girl this time. Yeah, you know, whatever, man. That's way. It's no big deal. But uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? The, yeah, the, the, well, because you, you've been you know been married and everything. Yeah, I know I, you've been I, there. You've been through you know Valentine's and all that. But it's interesting when you have to do it yourself. You know, a lot of people out there do. Oh it. no, I've been doing it myself for about eight <laughs> months. Did <laughs> I? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really described even all of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Treat myself right. Treat yourself right, Johnny. It's good. <laughs> I made, uh, yeah, I made. You know, my my night ended. My Valentine's ended with me making uh, steakum tacos. A lot of people <laughs> think steakums uh-huh. go on a sandwich. It I say good. Put a flour tortilla. Nice. I'm all over that. I'm, I'm going to try that. I'm going. Great. Give it a little ethnic flair. Yeah. Do you, do, did it anno- does Mexican it not, Philadelphia. Is it annoying? Yeah, yeah. Did it annoy you? You know, as I know, my buddies that are single, sometimes it annoys them. The whole Valentine's thing is their marketing, and you know, they got to see all these commercials and all that bullshit. No, no. Actually, uh, actually, on Valentine's Day, I watched my uh, 19-month-old baby get his haircut Aww. for the first time. His first ever haircut at 20 that's, months. That's cool. Aww. Pretty adorable. That is. Yeah. He's in like a little miniature airplane. Seat, <laughs> and he started crying in about five minutes. It was <laughs> epic, um, and the lady that was doing it looked uh, unqualified. I, I, <laughs> if I, if I, I, mean, I was like, you know, I could do what you're that's doing. That's what I would want. I, yeah, that's a that'd be a good career, a baby haircutter. Yeah, they as long as you don't special... cut their ears or something, you're right. good. You're golden, right? I mean, how mm. bad of a haircut are you going to give a baby? Baby's not going to come back pissed off, right? The parents they don't care. It's a cute baby. It's, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's right. That yeah, that'd be, that's cool. It was so. So that was my. That was that's the a, highlight of my my Valentine's. That's a cool. You one. know what that's I did, right. Jimmy? I'm uh, I'm single now. Okay. So I just ran through Target, knocking shit off all the shelves, <laughs> uh. <laughs> screaming, "Fuck all you guys!" See, that's what I was. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a bold move. Yes. It is. That's controversial. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when I was single, I, I remember, you know, Valentine's, you'd, you'd go out on a date just to go out on a date. Just didn't want to do it on being alone. I was always the most miserable dates mm-hmm. in the world. Because there was like, maybe it's in the first date even, you know? Because I was with a desperate girl who didn't have anybody. I was probably low on the road. I'm a seventh round draft pick or whatever on Valentine's. I totally do not believe that statement. (laughs) Drafted in the seventh round. You're telling me you would ask girls out. (laughs) IUP universe. Are you talking about when you're 15, 16, 17? Yeah, not 20s, 30s, 40s. No, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That is so. You've been married for 20 years. Yeah, Hetty, Hetty, it took my virginity. You're 16 (laughs) years old. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, but I yeah. mean, what are you talking about? When you were like in eighth and ninth grade? No, like yeah, a teen, I guess you know, yeah. teenager, kind of the awkward teenage. So you weren't a superstar then? Yes. No. See, no. that's the problem. I was uh, a combination of uh, John Hinckley and Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> 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 Real chip magnet. <laughs> that's creepy. Wow. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that murder was and masturbation. I know. I didn't jerk off to Jodie Foster. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's creepy. Is what the girls usually said it's when I asked them out. Description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Then I, um, my senior year in high school, I won the talent show, which was at the beginning of the senior year. I, was, I did impressions and characters, and, and, and my Points. buddies would laugh. Yeah. And my buddies Points. put me in a talent show. So I won it at the beginning of the year. All of a sudden, people wanted to talk to me, and I, it was interesting. Your so stock rose. Stock, my stock went up. Bingo. So I ended up, you know, I had some great friends I still have from high, you know, I see from time to time from high school. But yeah, that senior year was it was fun. I went from the outhouse to the penthouse, man. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> Moving on up. Good times, man. You went. You went to high school where? I went you, to high you're school in Gibsonia, at, in Gibsonia, and it was called Richland High School. In the Babcock School District, and oh, yeah. when they started telling you about the school closures and the, uh, and the you know the snow alerts and the two hour delay, Babcock she- was at the top <laughs> of the list, and I appreciated that. Nice. Gibsonia girl. That's right, and in- it's north of Pittsburgh. And it's funny, I I still notice in Pittsburgh that if you're from the North Hills, that's pretty much where you stay, <laughs> and if you're from the South Hills, yeah. that's pretty much where you stay. In, in this area, yeah. Anyone's not from Pittsburgh, we have the rivers and the bridges, and you don't really cross over, right? No. Very rare. <laughs> no. It's like a big trip to go North Hills to South Hills. It right? is. Well, because you already have all your stuff on your side. You know, you get the malls and the theaters, and they all meet together at Heinz Field. Yeah, that's, it's true. That's where it all comes together. And it's together. always fun when you, you have somebody, a North Hills person coming to South, I live in South Hills area now, you have a friend of North Hills, and you think you're talking about them going cross country. You I think, know. You know. And they're like, just you scream at you, I don't know that area. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's three miles from you. <laughs> you yeah. don't know that area. I'm confused. You know. Please, stop. <laughs> in Pittsburgh, it's like, you know, where's the right, where's the right aid? Because there's 90 of them here, so he's, you know, mm. the right aid <laughs> off Banksville, and make a right, so... Johnny's out. Johnny's at east side of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real traffic. Huh? It's nice out there. You mean like Monroe? Uh, over by the Westinghouse Bridge, the kind other of. side of the Squirrel like, Tunnels. Like, yeah, Turtle Creek. Interesting. Some east say Pittsburgh. Creek. Well, Turtle Creek. I'll man. tell you, this is these old row houses from Westinghouse. You know, I live in one of those. Yeah, it's cool. Is that right? That's I like your streets. It's, it's, I like those. I'm old basically row Joe Lunchpail over there. Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's nice, and then you cross the bridge, and you're in uh, North for Sales. You got your Walmart. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. which is uh, key, right? You know what's funny? Is Burger that- King's over there. No. You got an Arby's? Everything. What do you no, want? There's like, if, you take 30, if you take 30 to Murraysville, I could take you to seven Goodwill or Salvation Army stores. <laughs> Shit you not. <laughs> what is that seven. all about? It's like the capital. What is that all about? Yeah. 
Oh, for me, it's about collecting stuff and then eBay. I, I buy stuff and no, sell it on eBay. No, but I mean, like, uh, why are there so many in Pennsylvania? Uh, that's a good what question. That is, I don't huh? know. But there there's a ton. Of, so there's you, like that many? Uh, ton. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're, you're right. Goodwill, John. Salvation Army, King Thrift. When Another you go, Goodwill. <laughs> when you go in those Saint Goodwills, Vincent DePaul. Why do they? Uh, why do they organize by color? What is that? Some of them do. Uh, th- what's more mysterious to me is the uh, <laughs> they go like fifty percent off pink tagged items and items beginning with the letter P because <laughs> it matches P for uh-huh. pink on yeah. different days on Wednesdays. Yeah. It's complicated. Like I had this leather jacket and I was like. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was like she's like that's not fifty percent off. I go, what are you talking about? That's a pretty nice leather jacket. <laughs> and then <laughs> discount this guy. Yeah, uh-huh. nice boom. <laughs> it's a little bit complicated though. There's like dots, and then they correspond with the amount that's off. Sometimes you have to get like a wristband. For your for it's complicated. Your the whole for, store in in the Goodwill store. Yeah. A wristband? What's the wristband? I haven't been, I haven't <laughs> been in there in a while. This is so you can drink. The Goodwill Bar? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> it's, you know, and it's a good cause. A lot of those You places. know what? You're right. It is, right. It is. It's a good cause. I love dropping stuff off there. Oh, yeah. I drop cleaning off out, stuff once a year. Cleaning out your house. Once a year. Yeah. yeah the, once a year? Well, yeah. Different stuff, you know. Just want to, you know, give it away or whatever and. Whatever, except that he's not allowed to give away my 1977 Golden Gloves T-shirt semifinalist. It's one only. It's my shirt. Do you wear it or do you have it on the wall? I don't wear it anymore. You can put it on the wall. Is it like yeah. tissue paper at this point, where it's <laughs> you can kind of see through it? It's got a, a look to it. It's first of all, it's like sleeveless, and it's got a certain worn out, wrinkled, beat up look in my body. Now I look like I told Hedy I put I put. My sh- that shirt on, and I, not long ago, and I said I look like the second. No offense to anybody that is, but I look like the second baseman of a lesbian softball team. <laughs> My name would yeah. be Midge. You I even had a name, shirt. you know, with that shirt on. Yeah, I should. Yeah, it's, it's, no, I was you proud, but she it. tried to throw it out a few times. Put it in a, like a uh, box, but like a shadow box on the wall. That'd I should. Cool. Uh, yeah, I have it in a drawer. I, I should should say. When that. I was in high school, I had a I had a Metallica t shirt concert shirt that I had. So my parents didn't want me to wear to school, and I couldn't understand why. And it was a guy with his uh, hand coming out of a toilet, holding a knife, and it said "Metal up your ass." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? You guys just don't get me." Yeah, I'm so misunderstood. Don't you wish you had that shirt why, today? Uh, why can't I wear what I? I'm expressing myself. <laughs> so I got thrown away. It's somewhere along my the line. Parents would not let me. I got sent home from school two times. Twice. I got sent home from school from the Pine Junior High School in seventh grade and yeah. in eighth grade. In seventh grade, because I wore a shirt that said, and I got it. By the way, the ironic part of this is I got it. I got this shirt at the St. Barnabas Nursing Home Fair. That's where I got the shirt that okay. said, Disco sucks. <laughs> nice. Sent to the awful. office, got to go home or get a new shirt. That's I forget. hilarious. Now, the next, now the next <laughs> year, I pull off. It's a green, a Kelly green t shirt, also bought at the St. Barnabas Fair. You know, so, yeah. And it said, and this is my favorite. It said, eighth graders do it better." <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know man. what they could possibly do oh, better. God, that's, that's so Michael, is that a Michael Jackson song? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's. 
you remember those shirts in like the late 70s that had like a green goblin looking guy and he was flipping off and said, hey, I ran or something like that. Yeah, it was so random. <laughs> See, uh, you, I want to find one of those. When you get married, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Girls yeah. Those at Spencer's. As soon as you get, Probably, mar- yeah. soon as you get married, women have a war on t-shirts, on guys' t-shirts. <laughs> you know? Because I lost all my good t-shirts the first year and then she just kept tearing them through the, the, you know, the great collection I had. Does she t-shirts. wear them to to bed though? Isn't that kind of sweet? She did uh, t- one time. No, she they like to throw. She likes to throw them away. Mm. Just annoy me because mm. she knows that I want that T-shirt. You know, except the Golden Gloves one, which she can't. But she'll throw anything away. She threw away. Uh, I, I I believe I know. I told this story on our show. Uh, sorry if I'm repeating it, but it's kind of a traumatic thing. She threw away uh, a dildo that. Uh, that Mark Wahlberg they used in Boogie Nights. Oh, Boogie Nights. I know Frank Nicotero's brother Gre- made that. Greg made it. Greg yeah, made it. He I had that. Uh, two he had that two. he made, and he gave me one That's of right. those penises. It's a legendary penis. And she threw it ahead. He threw it away, and I just uh, she messed up. That was going to be uh, my retirement money. John was going to sell on eBay when I'm 70. <laughs> boom, we were going to split the you money. You take it on Pawn Stars. Yes, as a like, Pawn Stars penis. <laughs> I have this. <laughs> I'll never forget it. it was like, I, I remember going downstairs because my buddy Robert and Kenny were over and they wanted to see the penis. And I went downstairs and I had it in a box and it was not there. I tore the entire garage apart in basement. And I remember the moment she walked home and I said, Where's my penis? <laughs> and she knew without a bit. I threw it away. It's like, oh, God. See, you could and go I, on Nicotero's new show, Win, Lose, or Pawn. And bro- I wish, if, I've ever, if anyone has that penis out there. Uh, I, you know, because I, I pictured her, them thrown away, and it's on a garbage pile. You know, John, yeah. And somebody's seen it. Going, right. Oh my god, it's the biggest penis, and they oh, it's Boogie Nights. I'll just put this in a drawer. Yes. for you know, for a few How years. I'm saving probably at that same big as my arm. Or my, oh, that's it was like right. my that's almost right. or whatever. It was just yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like well, I would say, much. twelve, fourteen right. inches, something right? Like, yeah, and it was. Had <laughs> I've seen the movie. A lot of weight. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so and and I had this the hardest, the tough hardest. Huh? My joke. No, the hardest thing was, I had to, t- <laughs> I had to tell Greg. I I don't know why. I you know I, I, we were at a party in Los An- in Las Vegas, and I remember with Greg and I were there, and he's we're talking about everything, and I just had to. I should. I probably didn't have to tell him because he would have never known, but I had to. And out of nowhere, he was telling me something about whatever could have been. And I just went off, and I out of nowhere, I just you went. Said your penis. Was Greg had he threw my penis away like that. Yeah. And he goes, "What?" And he, yeah, I, I felt horrible. As he said, "It's okay. I'll make you another one." You know, I can't. You know, now he's that's, like that's a nice line. It's not like Greg, Greg got home from Vegas that trip. Yeah. Where's my mold? Because now he's directing The you... Walking Dead. He's probably yes. not as worried about you know the penis molds. Oh yeah, well he was big. I mean, at that point too, he was real big. At the end, he was uh, doing the kill. He was Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction stuff. I mean, he's worked with Tarantino, but he's that he's the most humble guy ever. You wouldn't know his fame or anything. He's one of those unique characters that fame <laughs> does not affect at all. Mm-hmm. He's just down to earth guy. And, yeah, well, I'm going to show one of these days. Yeah, he's very funny. He's, yeah, I'll tell you, he'd be great on the story worthy, actually. Yeah? Imagine stories. He's Frank. a talkative guy and Frank very, very, very funny guy. has been on my show four times. Gra- oh, Frankie. Oh, he's he been always on has ours. a good story. He's barred from ours. He, is that right? Yeah. But this is no restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> he broke, I don't know, he just, somehow, he just went over the line. We don't know what happened. He crossed the line. We don't know what happened. Yeah, it's not my doing as the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. But this is no restrictions. What, what kind of restrictions? Yeah, I'm, li- I'm trying, I'm lifting the ban next is time. Right? Next time he comes in. They're time, changing the name of the show to some restrictions. Some, he says no restrictions <laughs> except then. for Frank Nicotero. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's great. <laughs> yeah, I when love Frank, Frank comes Nicotero. back, we'll sneak him back on. 
Oh, Frankie's the best. Yes, he is. I love his new show, The Pawn Show. Yes, I do too. We're mentioning oh, it's it. I know you mentioned CMT, it, Country Music Television, I believe it's called. Yes. It'll be all over it. Frank but, and, and let me ask you have you been watching the Olympics? You know, I love the curling at 2 a.m. Hmm. Nothing better than that. That's mm-hmm. about it. No, not not a lot. Some of the some of the downhill stuff I've watched. You know, because I remember I covered a, a winter Olympic. I covered a summer one and a winter one. I remember going to the downhill events and I just remember how blast. amazing that was sure. to watch up. Close. I mean, this is crazy. So I, I, that kind of intrigues me. You know, Bodie Miller uh, didn't win. I, I told Sean White came in uh, fourth. I saw that, and that was kind of you know kind of funny. Where, where were those Olympics? All the burnouts going, dude. Yeah, totally. Where were those ones? That was where? That I covered? Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake. And, in Salt Lake, Utah. In Australia in uh, 2000 or something. Well, that must have been 02, fun, huh? I think. Yeah. Oh, it was 2000, yeah. 2000 for Australia and yeah, 02 was a But you know, winter. the Olympic Village, that's the place to be. It was cool. It was fun. The parties are going on left and 3, right. 3,000 hot athletes having in, amazing sex. Yeah, I blended, I blended, <laughs> in the streets. I blended right it's in true. with the world-class Best athletes. I understand it's one... My Golden Gloves t-shirt I'd wear. One... Go, one <laughs> Fuck around a villain. One condom per athlete. <laughs> I would watch that movie, I think, of the adventures of Midge, the lesbian second <laughs> baseman. It sounds interesting. Thanks, Mikey. One <laughs> condom <laughs> per athlete per day. One condom at the... Yes, there were... Yeah, at the village they did. A hundred thousand condoms have been delivered to Sochi. Well, the the condoms were always at. They had a center where the, you can go to eat, hang so out, TVs. Be. But they had bowls where condoms were. Should be. male or Which, female condoms? Because there is a male. female condom. Yes, you're right, Johnny. No, they were male. I've heard of them. They I've never been party. You know what, Johnny? You can <laughs> doesn't honestly, sound like a party. You can forget no, about it because yes. nobody. It's not. <laughs> it, it, that's like it kind exists, of a myth, though, right? It exists, perhaps, but really, in a practical manner, no. I know all the yeah, it was, uh, yeah they, had ma- they had male male condoms uh, and you a couple of guys from the Japanese ping pong team picking up the extra large ones to fuck with me. <laughs> they're just all a, called just a, a myth, motherfucker. They're all called extra, extra large, large just to make you guys feel good. You know it, and I know it. True, but I can't believe they have extra large. Listen, at this, Mike, Olymp- do you use those? I. Um, no, not really. But I, <laughs> I heard that about uh, some, the extra large some, no Uberfax thing or something. It was that Magnum condoms are just the same. It it just plays to the male ego. There's no thank you, in anything. thank it's you. Just I just said that. But Uber it makes facts. you sound like hey, extra large. You know what we could do? This is for Shark Tank. Shark Tank, Re- ready? We'll go on together, all of us. Okay. Extra, double extra large condoms, <laughs> but we make them average size, so they fit. Average, you know. So it's an ego boost. It's an ego boost. Now, how we're going to get that message out without someone, you know, realizing? I don't know. That's what inventions are about: brainstorming. Go. Mm -hmm. Do I have to to put any money in on this? Because it doesn't sound like we're going anywhere. No, no, we're going to Shark Tank. We're going to ask for two hundred thousand. We're asking them for the the business. Yes, it's like a Kickstarter. I, 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 yeah, no problem. We'll get uh, Mark Cuban. He'll be in in seconds. Listen, these guys, though, these athletes, I mean, these are young people, 20, 21, 22, and they yeah. are having hot, hot sex all over that village, indoors, outdoors. They're hitting every country, and if I got to go over, I would take a map of the world, take those <laughs> pins, you know what I mean, and just start hitting it, you know what I'm saying? Like a curler from Canada, uh, a downhill skier from Belarus. I don't know. I know, but... Anything you, could happen. Yeah, anything heavy is scary when you get back to you know, your country, though, you know, go, you know, I got, well, it's, a down, it's green down there, something happened. No, I don't think it's somebody. like that. These people are very clean. They're drug-free. Bye. They're healthy athletes. 
in their prime. Endorphins are kicking in. And, you know, it's like they're all on that app, little, Tinder app. But wonder how many Olympics. That, that you're, you're right. I mean, there's sex is going on there. All the condoms can't work all the time. I wonder how many babies were born in the Olympics. You know, whenever there's a baby nine months, it's going to be named Soki. Yeah. Or something yeah. Well, they're all using the Tinder app, which is that app for your telephone that, you know, finds people compatible to you via location. Wait. So where are you? In in Sochi Village. You know, that's fine. So the app where you could find compatibility. That's exactly right. There's a show on uh, Amazon, and it's called Beta or something like that, and it's about these kids who invent an app like that. I was just curious. So I was like, oh, that's a really good idea, that app. And here it is. It's out there. Yeah, well, you know, when you you get divorced, middle-aged like me, <laughs> and you're back on the market, you start learning about these devices. There's a lot of devices out there. But now it's interesting. Because, you is know, you're beautiful. You are a pretty girl. That, you're so crazy, and, uh, That has nothing to I do with I was dating. wondering, like, now here you are, single, beautiful. In, 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 is it is it a chore or a choice for you for guys so now for you uh, what is it it's, you know, beautiful it's girl your whole life so hard i can't even tell you how hard it, it is i have a child See, we always picture on johnny we picture girls having an easy because they're beautiful oh, you know it's pretty girl uh, i'm saying right because you'd meet a lot of people you're think. crazy talking guys would come up to you you're crazy talking sometimes I've after before, i record women. a story worthy <laughs> Sometime after I record a story worthy, yeah. uh, the guest yes. I have on may or may, you know, I don't know. If they're single. I've gotten, right, hit right? on. And mm. I come back and I always walk the person out, you know, of the studio and yeah. say, thank you for coming. And I walk back in and sometimes I'll have a look on my face, I guess, <laughs> that Hannes Finney asks me, my co-host, he'll yeah. say, did, did he hit on you? And I'll say, yeah, whatever. And he'll say, just take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. You know, I mean, I'm you, just saying. No, I don't know. I guess everybody's different. I did join the site called OK Cupid. What, what's it called? OK Cupid. Oh, okay. So I'm on that site, uh-huh. and I I do have like over a hundred messages, but it, it's just I don't. That's what I mean. I girls get. You see, I have a lot of messages, but it's the thing is, is, is it a lot not, of crazy people? Is that what it is? I don't think they're crazy people. They're mostly older, and I I feel like I have. I said forty to fifty. I okay. thought that's fair. That's a good I'm right range the there. Sure. My ex husband was forty. I'm you know in between. It's, I thought that's fair. Right. And then you get a lot of guys fifty five and fifty eight, yeah. and that's okay. And I don't think that's old. However, if I can choose, and I can, it's your choice, David Settlemeyer. I yeah, can choose. Your, your then I can say forty to fifty, can't I? Anyway, and, but it's different. See, so see, then we're, we're like Mike and I are like we somehow found beautiful women. I'm You're like, very mm-hmm. fortunate. Johnny's get, get you know Johnny good just guy came out all, of the worst relationship. Yes, of his I life. know. I know. When we talked about this, Broke, John, damaged goods over here. It's it was, it's such a it, yeah. I know my heart goes out. It's a hard, tough thing, Johnny. Tough tough, one. And, and I only know mainly the guys' perspective. So it's, that's what I'm saying. It's interesting with the girls' perspective of this thing. Well, I have a child, and I think people see you know, I, and I have no problem that people see that as baggage. Clearly, I mean that's not you know. Maybe some do. Yeah, you guys don't look away. It's true. Well, it's okay. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean it's all good. It's just that I think that I think that once you're a parent, you have uh, how, the priorities change, how right? Old's the, how old's True. How old's My daughter's show? just turned seven. Okay, she so got a little one. Oh, okay. she's a funny girl. She's a funny, funny girl. Yes. And Cute. I and I I you know it's hard to say. Should I get a babysitter to meet some douchebag at you know Starbucks? <laughs> right. I mean, well, that's okay, a that's lot a bad of that. attitude. <laughs> That's probably my. Pro- I have a bad attitude. That- no, but I mean, I I think I need to do speed dating. <laughs> yeah, douchebag is not a good start. But I know. It, it, 
But I uh, think I need to do speed date because one I only went out with one guy. Speed date. You only have a minute or two to talk. You quickly can see somebody, and you have like a minute, and it's just give me, give me what you got. I'll give you what I got, and then the bell rings, and you switch tables. See, I like that idea. I haven't done it yet, but that's what I need. Right? It's not like a blow and go, is it? No, it's not a blow and go. That's different. That's a different kind of dating. But I, I did meet one person on OKQ, but I agreed to meet him at this like brewery. We should start the dating service. Work, Johnny. And I was like, I get to the brewery pub, and as I'm walking toward the guy, I see. Him at the bar, and I'm walking toward him, and all I, all my, I fucking see him, and I start saying, "I'll never touch this guy. I'll never touch this guy. I'll never sleep with this guy. I'll never sleep with this guy." Yeah. Oh hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Fuck me. That's right. I mean, not not in a good way, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, but I had a sandwich with him, and I had a beer, and that's fine. I needed to eat and all. And then uh, I said, I put a 20 down. He goes, you want to get another beer? The waitress is there. I said, uh, no, thank you. And he goes, I'll have another beer. And so then the waitress leaves. And then I said, you know, I'm just going to go now. Uh, here's $20. Yeah. I put the money down. And he grabs my hand and he goes, if I give you my phone number, will you call me? And I go, no, no. You said it right there, no? No. <laughs> No. Me leaving is a good indicator. Taking hints, yeah. Right yeah. Well, I'm out of here. So anyway, it's just been hard. I need to try harder. It's just not my focus right now. I, you know, well, my focus is uh, my podcast, storyworthypodcast.com. Yes, and, and your baby, I'm sure. Me. Yeah, but and you know, you deserve and, you know, to meet just, somebody. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know I, what you're saying is I deserve a sexual outlet. You do. <laughs> you do. Yes. Well, Jimmy Cran, you live here in the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> and I live in the Los Angeles area. I'm kidding. But John and I are going to start our new... Dating service. Okay, tell me blow what that's going to be like. Jimmy's <laughs> <laughs> always got it. Yeah, blow and go. Yeah, I'm always it's John. It's just a, it's just a, <laughs> when we're it's just a colorful phrase. It is. It, it is. is colorful. But I'll you know, that. it's funny. Girls know, Kristen. Girls know if they're going to sleep with a guy. I always, you always say it within seconds, ten seconds, seconds right? So that's what speed dating five makes. Five seconds. It. Five seconds. If yeah, then you know that. I, I, you're speaking for all women now. Um, you, no, you, no. You, within ten, with five seconds, like when you say. Is it someone you may sleep with, or someone five seconds ago? You know your attraction's there. You just, I will sleep. Like, like, it's a I think, I think it's uh, more so for me personally, yeah. and I'm sure this is different for everybody. It's a shutdown. Either I know, I look at the guy and I say, I'm not. I didn't look at you personally, David <laughs> yeah. Sotomayor. I'm looking, I'm looking at Corey. Corey, I'm not going to sleep with you. Like no, but I think that more than I think like whether I'm going to sleep with you or I might sleep with you. I more think I look at the guy. I'm not going to sleep with you, like that. Yes. So that's still my happen. answer, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I if see, I were I not see. saying that, I might be in the maybe zone. <laughs> and depending oh, there's, on a how maybe many... so- there's a maybe zone? Listen, do you ever hear Stella Artois? It's... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Iron City Beer. Ah. No, but if there's definitely a maybe zone, isn't there? For guys, yeah, there's an I always there zone, is, right? Yeah, guys? there is a maybe zone. <laughs> John, what's agree. your idea? Yeah, so what, what's your plan as a new single man? Oh. What, what's your plan? Uh, this is the first time I have not been in a relationship in a long time. And that includes a marriage. As long and, as I've known you, yeah. you've had. And before a, a, going back to right, it's, yeah, it's been a kind of a messy. Someone idea. in your life. I've had a 17-year-old son and a 19-month-old baby, so. so it's kind of a break then for the you. light was at the end of the tunnel, and then I just said, <laughs> "Fuck that light! Um, <laughs> Fuck that light! I gotta go buy gonna, a new car I'm seat." Start, yeah, really, honestly, uh, but uh, I kind of just am embracing the. Not being in a relationship for the first time, maybe ever, because I always was kind of needy and like wanted to be in a relationship. I was it always a relationship guy. It is. It gets very comfortable, but sometimes you're staying in something that's comfortable, but maybe not healthy or productive or is a good fit. Were and you I've, physically abused? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was. Probably like to end the show on this note. That's, that's, how did you that's know? My so last question. Funny. Uh, my my ex was a signature. My ex was a uh, is a. <laughs> Getting her doctorate in psychology, which is 
classic super because smart. she's a fucking lunatic. No, she's not super smart. She's oh, a lunatic. Interesting. So you're saying it's the opposite oh, yeah. of what they're studying. Com- yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not familiar and with that to, idea. And to, to the people, she can. she's one way. And then, like, you know, when, uh-huh. when shit goes down, it's I'm punching a flat screen TV and in a hotel room. <laughs> and having an $1,800 charge on, on her credit card. Wow. Oh, wow. Dirty. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not anti, I totally believe in, like, the love. Thing. You'd get married. But I'm not, you, I'm not married, in any you, hurry. I'm not in any hurry to find but that But you'd right get now. married again, right? I would. Sure. Why not, right? Well, if you, I mean. The right girl comes. But it's going to be the last like, one. Cause I oh, had, yeah? Yeah. I've had two marriages from babies. Or, no, one marriage from babies. A uh, marriage that didn't work out when I lived in L.A., which was uh, that's very traditional of you, though. You know, you, you really the girl's pregnant. You did the right, you know, you married. Did, Try, yeah, you always well. see that in the old movies. You know, <laughs> do the right thing, man. <laughs> I don't think it's the right thing anymore. To be honest, with you. No, honestly, you get stuck. Right you get stuck with someone that you're not in. Like the my first wife, uh, we knew each other all of eight months, and she was pregnant. And like, let's get married. I knew her less than a year, and we're getting married. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Mm. But how old were you? I was twenty-five. See, it's age appropriate stupid. though at that time for yeah. you to do that. But I'm just saying because you were at that yeah. time. Yeah, you're yeah, right. stupid, kid man. And, you know, and my kid's about to graduate high school too. That's awesome. That's, that's nice. But it is, yeah, it is cool. I mean, it, yeah, even if you didn't get married, as long as you just step up and be a parent. Cause yeah. It's, oh it's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Like times like you know, as they grow up and you have this right. kid in your so life, important. And now you yeah. have another one, and all. So it's cool. That's real. It's good, a real man. way of uh, seeing time pass to have a child. That's the real passage of time because you're watching them. Right. So it's just so weird, and you keep thinking of yourself that I, you know what I mean. Like I always look in the mirror and I say, "I'm 28." Of course I am. I did as a blessing. I'm not I, fucking 28. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I, 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 I just feel so blessed. I, I, I don't have any. We don't have any children. I think, but I've got niece now and another one on the way. And I love that. It's kind of fun. You live. You're right. I could see how you live your life again through the kids. It's kind of fun. Oh yeah, good stuff. Good stuff, hey, Kristen. You, you're that's great time, man. Th- thanks for sharing the uh, stories. With I all love your, you know, here. Thank definitely you. with the uh, flight attendant stuff. And all I, good I know people, a lot man. of things. Now I know not to ever fly the DC nine, <laughs> right? Piece of shit. And we know if I see an oxygen mask on someone in a blanket and yeah. they're not responding to, do you want anything else? They're dead. By the way, real plane. quick, that DC nine <laughs> has what they call a tail cone. Okay, it's a yeah. tail cone. Yeah, meaning that there is literally, in the case of emergency, if you're in the back of the plane on a DC nine or an MD eighty, you open that emergency door and it's going to lead you into the back of the plane. There is a red cord. It's like a rip handle. Yeah, you pull that shit, the whole goddamn back of the plane falls that's off. How a, shit you that's how that's how DB Cooper <laughs> escaped. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what I'm talking about. I know Damn. exactly what you're but talking about. But this is like the this is the power they give me. What are they? Nuts! Wow. <laughs> anyway, it's sort of That's what makes me wonder why they don't issue a, a parachute on every flight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, what I, mean? no, I wonder go. that just in case. John, I yeah. think that weird shit too. Do you? Just why not? Like if I'd uh, want a shot at it. You know. Well, look, right? the black box. We got a lot of nods yes in the room. I'd want a shot. Give yeah, me, I don't know. Give me the shoot. Give me the parachute. Make the whole plane make the black effort. box. Yeah, <laughs> make an effort. Yeah. Wouldn't the cockpit be a great name for a gay bar? <laughs> you know what they have out by the airport here or in Adam Pittsburgh? Adam and Steve's. That's Adam and Steve's. Is. Is. You know my favorite. I just love the fact that the, the, hanger. Like, the, hanger. the hang, My favorite gay bar. My favorite gay bar is uh, Let Them Eat Cock. <laughs> what? It's a French Revolutionary theme. Is that a gay real? Bar. Wait, is that a real name right or a bar? Right to the point. Right yeah. to the point. Wait, let that's eat. a real bar. <laughs> no, I'm just. If I had an infinite amount oh, of money, uh, I would I open a gay bar. It was a bar. 
I was like, my God. And the, the bartenders would have powdered wigs, <laughs> and there'd be little guillotines <laughs> that cut cigars on the table. Kind of a blow-and-go section. Kind of a blow-and-go section. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can play for the lesbian softball team in the bar. Mm-hmm. Second base. Midge. Midge. <laughs> Storyworthy. I did. At Storyworthy, follow me on Twitter. That's that's a good idea. And then you know our show, uh, Storyworthy, is on, of course, like your show, Jimmy, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Swell.am, all sorts of outlets now, uh, Antenna, all sorts of ways to get the show, including iTunes. Uh, you know, it's all on a sideshow it's network. All right there, in sideshow and, uh, network. Yeah, it gives you everything yeah, it's you need. Awesome, a lot of fun. Thanks, Christine. We appreciate Thank it. You, Jimmy. Pittsburgh girl doing great. A pleasure. See you next time, Christine Blackburn. We'll see. You. Hey, it's Christine Blackburn with Storyworthy, and I am here on Jim Crenn's No Restrictions podcast on the Sideshow Network. Yay, go Sideshow! Woo! And just between you and I, there's been a few restrictions. So you're thinking about starting a new website. Maybe you have a new small business idea and want to sell something online. Maybe you want to show off your photography. Maybe you want to start that new podcast. GoDaddy is offering one new or transfer.com for just $1.99 for the first year. Each new.com comes with a free instant page website and built-in photo album. So what are you waiting for? Get your website started today. Go to GoDaddy.com. Enter code CREN at checkout or click the GoDaddy banner on our website, JimCren.com.